It's Saturday, February 4th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Biden administration said that a suspected Chinese reconnaissance balloon drifting over the continental U.S. violated American sovereignty and indefinitely postponed a scheduled visit to Beijing by Secretary of State Antony Blinken aimed at easing the acrimony in the nation's relationship. Officials pulled the plug on the trip hours before Mr. Blinken was set to depart, underscoring the enormous challenges of finding areas of constructive cooperation, even as both capitals reiterated on Friday their commitment to reviving talks at a later date. The Chinese foreign ministry denied Friday that the craft was for spying, saying it was a civilian balloon designed primarily for meteorological study that had blown off course. China will continue to maintain communication with the U.S. to properly handle the unexpected situation, the ministry said in a brief statement. The U.S. spotted a second Chinese balloon over Latin America, a U.S. defense official said Friday night. In other news, fresh signs of a hot U.S. labor market leave the Federal Reserve on course to raise interest rates by a quarter percentage point at its meeting next month, and to signal another increase is likely after that. The Fed voted Wednesday to raise its benchmark federal funds rate by a quarter point to a range between 4.5% and 4.75%. The central bank is seeking to slow economic growth to a below-average pace to weaken demand and restrain inflation, which has eased recently after hitting a 40-year high last year. Employers added a robust 517,000 jobs last month, and the unemployment rate fell to 3.4%, the lowest level since 1969, the Labor Department said Friday. Average hourly earnings grew 4.4% in January from a year earlier, down from a revised 4.8% in December. Wage growth also was revised higher in November and December. Hourly pay for private sector workers grew at an annualized rate of 4.6% during the three months through January, up from 4.1% for the prior three-month period. In world news, the U.S. and its allies agreed to cap the sales of premium Russian petroleum products such as diesel at $100 a barrel and limit low-value ones such as fuel oil to $45 a barrel, expanding their sanctions on Russia's oil industry. Just as with the $60 a barrel price cap on Russian crude that the West imposed last year, the agreement will bar Western firms from handling seaborne cargoes of Russian oil products unless they are sold below the set prices. The sanctions aim to keep Russian oil available on global markets to keep prices steady, while also reducing the Kremlin's revenue in response to its invasion of Ukraine. The price limits on Russian petroleum products will kick in on Saturday, the same day that the European Union will bar the import of Russian products into the bloc. The group of seven advanced democracies, along with Australia, announced the new price caps on Friday, hours after the EU reached a deal on the penalties. European officials approved the two cap levels initially offered by the bloc's executive arm last week with relatively little debate. And 
President Joe Biden sounded like a candidate making his case for a second term Friday night as he rallied a raucous meeting of National Democrats who chanted, Four more years. The only thing missing was an official announcement that's not expected for at least several weeks. Speaking to the Democratic National Committee after a strong jobs report, Biden boasted about helping create a strong economy and said his administration had made the country's most significant federal investments in public works, health care, and green technology in decades. He also slammed Republican extremism, suggesting that the party is still too beholden to former President Donald Trump's Make America Great Again movement. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.